Hello and welcome back to the Alphabet Theater Podcast. It's probably the name. I don't know where we are anymore. This week, our letter was L. We watched the movie Lars and the Real Girl. I'm joined to review this movie by Davey Gravy. Sup. Billy Best Boy. Hello. And Ryan Ryder. Bleep. I almost didn't write because you weren't, or didn't speak because you weren't <laughs> pointing at me. Didn't write. <laughs> they didn't see that. They don't know. Uh, I'm going to blast through it. Lars and the Real Girl is about... Uh, a quiet, shy man who uh, has some struggles with... A delusion. What's the delusion, thank you. With delusion, and he falls in love with a love doll that he purchases off the internet. And along the way, the entire town that he lives in just kind of, you know, goes with it. Is this in America or Canada? Was it Alaska? It has, or it's filmed in Ontario. This far north, but it was set in like Minnesota, is the general consensus. Minnesota, Michigan, okay. Minnesota, somewhere in there. Okay. I mean, really, that's that's kind of the, you know, the story. The lake it's, makes Minnesota make sense. They're like yeah. around the lake. Yeah. I was just trying to give it a quick one. That was a quick one. Yeah. I don't know if you should be saying things like trying to give it a quick one around this movie, but it's okay. Yeah. I mean. You also said Love Doll, which was generous. Love Doll is Super what they called generous. it in the movie. Yeah. There wasn't, like, to be fair, there's not, there's no right. action in the well, film. I don't know. Like, Maybe. Did you look at the trivia for this one? We can't necessarily say that the final yeah. night there wasn't any action. I mean, she was dying. I literally said, please don't <laughs> fuck the dying doll. Like, <laughs> don't wait even until the, it's dying even, to fuck the doll. Even the kiss was weird. The kiss was weird. Yeah, no, the kiss was pretty weird. Oh, shit. I thought there was a 50-50 that he might drown himself, also. I thought it was a 50-50 sure he was going to try to get rid of the doll by putting her in the water. That's also So they didn't have to do a funeral, and yeah. then accidentally lose control, like, because it's heavy. So, like... While we were watching it, my wife yeah. thought he was going to hang her. It crossed my mind as well. I mean, the thing with the doll, and then right, they're in the, the woods, and she's dying, and he's swinging the rope around like that. It's like, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, like, as soon as... So, uh, like, right in the movie when he um, comes back from the bowling trip, and he's clearly like, I actually want to try a, a real girl, mm-hmm. a, a non-love doll. Um, I was like, okay, he's going to kill this doll. And I thought this movie was going to become like a, how is this guy going to murder his yeah, doll? Yeah, I wondered how he was going to get rid of what he was going to And then how is his family going to react to him murdering a doll? Because... Really, it, that is what happens. It's just not as brutal. It's more of an acceptance thing, which is yeah. you know right for the movie and right for his mental illness. But he yeah. still made the decision for the doll to die. He also made the Correct. decision for the doll to be alive. That's true. Right, it was alive. That's well, true. Well, yeah, I mean, they, I they do point that out. The psychologist doctor points we that out in the movie. We are MD or L deep in season two, and we're still K-Paxing. Yeah. <laughs> L deep. <laughs> What were you saying? It's pretty deep. I think I looked at this from a different lens. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was definitely killing the doll. Right. But I also saw it as him shedding that um, issue he was having. 100%. I, the, I believe uh, that is what the movie is intending. But yeah. the he facts He invented are, the delusion so the that he could are. get over his self-conscious issues. Yes. I'm just saying the facts are he did realize he wanted another girl, but currently had a girl he wasn't willing to cheat on. 
and then made the decision to end that doll's life is all I'm saying. You think it was at the bowling trip? I think, I mean, I think he started to realize he wanted uh, to be in that relationship when he saw his brother-in-law's, no, his brother, his brother's wife. See, I thought when... um, I thought it was later, like, I thought it was physically, like, I thought he was still uncertain until he went bowling with her. Yeah. And then all the guys from uh, his brother's work showed up. Yeah. And they were, like, hanging out bowling, and he felt like... He finally felt like he belonged. Yeah. Oh, see, to just I like he felt everyone on the else. outside there. Because she high-fived everybody, and it really looked like he wanted to high-five her, but he couldn't well, do he it. he can't because of the touching thing. Right. Yeah, and then he shakes yeah. her hand, though. Which is, like, that's, like, a big a huge deal thing, for right. him. And that, I, that's why I say the bowling trip specifically is what, like... See, I thought when he oh, yeah, saw yeah, yeah, her sure. flirting... With that other guy, which yeah. I thought was before the bowling trip. It was, yeah. That's when a spark of jealousy, like, started happening. Sure. And that's he when he was, sure. was like, he was oh, yeah. yeah. He was and jealous then, of That's when you're like, oh, this is going to go uh, Obviously, the, the noose around the bear was, like, his best attempt at shy white knighting. I think I never thought. I thought that scene oh, was kind of... That's cute. Improv. I like that. Yeah, though. That oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, even better. Uh, right. The CPR, <laughs> you know, which was... Uh, I had a totally different take on that. Okay. I think he, it, the way I saw it when I was watching it was that I thought he liked, I assumed, so he's a weird character because he's, uh, <laughs> he's got like, is his he, main issue is that. That's the weirdest part. Yeah. He's uh, an incel. Well, not the, not, <laughs> he's, he's it's not actually the, not the love He's part. not an incel even, and he's also, yeah, it's not the, he's love really it's not nice. the weird part. The weird part is that he, I like, the movie does a really good job of framing his, like the kid's trauma and like the, his, his separation anxiety and his, his touching issue. But the touching issue really is, like, weirdly, his main... That's the, that's the actual... Right. Yeah, that's yeah. the actual... That's the actual stem of all of his problems. That is true. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a... I think he liked her the whole time, but yeah. he is physically yeah. incapable, incapable of having a relationship with somebody like that. He knows that, so he can't really act on it in any kind of way, no matter what. And I think his sessions with the doctor... And the way that everybody kind of incorporates him as a human into life when he has... Bianca? Is it Bianca? Yeah. Yes. Bianca. Bianca with a speck on her name. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I already <laughs> forgot it. Uh, he then is able to... Like, when she starts lashing out by dating this other guy, or, like, starting to date this other guy, he can then finally have the confidence to even feel jealousy about the relationship, because I don't think he would have before. Right. And I, I think that... Uh, Obviously, the whole movie, he is progressing through it, even if it's slow. And I'm sure it's even slow. It's actually, I think it's relatively quick. Well, I'm, I'm assuming in the reality of the world, it probably took a little bit longer. Like, some of that stuff... Yeah, because there was like a time, time, there was time, a time skip. She had a, she had a job. She yes. went, yeah. she, she I went think it's several months. In the beginning, yeah, because right. at one point she was not pregnant, and then she's very pregnant. Right. So and then I, the baby's happening. I'm like, saying there's... It, it seems to take place over the course of nine months, because yeah. if you follow the pregnancy. Right, I guess that's true. Six weeks... To basically, she's nearly ready to have yeah, a kid. So, yeah. Um, so I think it takes longer than what we see. But you're right; it does progress pretty quickly. I don't know how long that thing, that type of thing, would normally take to yeah, work out. Yeah, I have out. no idea. But, but like people live with those problems for years. It, yeah. I would say normally there isn't that a community of people around those people. That's true. Right. Like I feel like yeah. this is like best case scenario this for is that type of literally movie. best case scenario for this right. type of movie. Yeah, that was probably and the most unrealistic thing about the entire movie. Well, I mean, how well this I feel like this kind of thing would happen. I didn't even it, think it was that unrealistic. The, but because I feel like the, because of the type of community. That's, that's what I mean. Because like they set it up as an isolated. None of them small are going town. to be argumentative enough to like bring it up. And he's not like the doctor said, and how uh, his brother finds out. Like he's not going to listen anyway. 
So, like, if you're going to invite him to these he, things... He tries in the kitchen the next day. Literally, he says, like... He, he literally is immune yeah. to the damage. Like, right. he, cannot, he cannot hear it. So, like, even if the people, the community didn't embrace him and or didn't, like, find the whole thing kind of interesting, like, they all kind of take an interest in it in different ways, and she becomes, like, a reflection of a lot of what they want and yeah. what, a lot of what they, like, just what they want to say. And if the community didn't do that, he would still be, like, he would still be, I would think he would still be making some progress because of his treatments with the doctor. Like, yes. because of I do think it would have been a lot longer, though. It would have been. Yeah, it would have been because probably. Was, yeah, but as long as he could stay stuck with, like, the treatments with the doctor, then yeah. Right. I think he was mm-hmm. very reluctant to open up to her. Like, we, we yeah. see it a, oh, yeah. a couple dozen times where he's just, like, no, like I'm not. We're not talking about that. Let's talk about literally anything else. Well, and I think she. The movie does a really good job of playing her, playing her part, and getting him to naturally come to those things yeah. without realizing that he's doing it. Yeah. I mean, the treatments with the doctor are all predicated with the fact that Bianca's even there. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I thought it was a good trick. Like I like that. I liked how they played like played him into going to the doctor's office. See, I don't think they did. I don't see him as played. Uh, that's the other thing I, I thought was really like, interesting. Oh, this yeah. is help, and this is actually the direction I'm trying to go. Like, If you view it from a place where his subconscious is using Bianca as a literal cry for help, like being like, mm-hmm. I can't cope with this anymore, mm-hmm. and this is my mechanism to communicate with the outside world, that I'm really fucked up, then he now can see the path. Like... He's not. He's not portrayed in the movie as being dumb. He didn't seem dumb. So I feel like he's he's smart enough to know that if he if he's at least subconsciously aware of the fact that he's doing this with Bianca and that this delusion is something that he created, he knows that she's not sick. So he know and he knows that like because she introduces that idea that yeah. she's sick and that she'll need help. Mm-hmm. So at least part of him probably recognizes what's happening and understands that like okay, well there might be something to this, so I'm going to go along with it. And then, even though he doesn't want to talk about stuff up front, he'll allow himself to because he keeps putting himself in the situation where he becomes more comfortable. I think the smartest move was Karen, which is his sister-in-law. Her immediate gut reaction is, oh, we should, you know, she's from a different country, the climate, let's make sure she goes to a doctor. Like, I think that was a smart move, and she mm-hmm. made it pretty effortlessly, like, right at the beginning. That's also a thing you can't do outside of a small town like that, because you have to have a doctor who's also the psychiatrist for the town. Right. Right, yeah. Yeah. This this story 100% hinges on taking place in a small town, and preferably... A town where, like, literally everybody knows each other. Like, small enough that it's like everyone knows each other by, like, and knows who their dad was, and knows who their grandfather was. Like, it's that type of thing. Well, also that they all find out about Bianca unrelated to anything from the actual immediate family. Like, everyone knows... By the time that his brother finds out, it's from somebody else talking about it at work, like that he that they know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Also, I like how you said that um, as a cry for help, because it seemed like the more the community embraced Bianca, you saw him get frustrated. Yeah. Even before he started arguing with her, he was always like, you know, it seemed like he was expecting the whole town to be like, "What the heck's wrong with you? You don't freaking fall in love with a doll and then get him the help." But he's like, that's not what happened, but I'm still going to walk through to get myself there. I think he had a grace period where he was really excited about being involved with all of these people and like getting to be a part of, a member of the community in a way that he had never really been able to do that before. But then as she gets taken away from him and it's like all of a sudden 
people aren't reacting to it as like, oh, this is he's in danger. We're now embracing. It, it. comes down to the one. It's just that time when he wanted to play Scrabble. Well, no, he needed. <laughs> he came home and had a bad day. Yeah. And needed Bianca time, and couldn't get it because she had a schedule. Right. And like. I think the Mrs. Hudson or whatever. Uh, Gruner. Gruner. Hudson, I don't even know where I got that. Anyway, Gruner, like, does a good job. Because, like, if it was a real person, you know. They might right, she like, would have a job. She would, yeah, would yeah, have these things that she would want to do. Like, be doing. And I think, again, like, there were so many moving parts to this whole thing to work out the way it was that I think that part was essential because... You know, if he if he got to live a life where she was always there for him, it's another step that like he could lean on, another crutch. Mm-hmm. Whereas right. her having her own life, even though she's you know an inanimate object, yeah, it makes it harder for him to feel like a real too with like right. because she's like he could just go hide in the garage with her. I think it also lends credence to the idea that he's aware of what's happening because mm-hmm. in this moment he treats Bianca like a thing and not yeah. like a person. Right. He like comes home, is like mad that she has a mm-hmm. life. And you're they're like, okay, well, he still recognizes that he thinks it's his property, in, like in some way, and it's not right. like he thinks it's a, you know, it's, a, it's still a sex doll. So right. at the end of the day, like when it comes down to it, though, it's still like he isn't, he wasn't initial for a moment there, he wasn't going to treat her like a real human. Yeah. Until and, the, yeah, right, comes right. Yeah. Says, for a yeah. second, yeah, yeah. and then, it would have broken his whole fake story if he was like, no, no, this is my dog. Yeah, that is. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But it is, a, yeah, it's, it's the first crack essentially. Yeah, because, like, like, his first, his initial reaction is like, you can't do this, and then he's like, he has to immediately retract that and mm-hmm. realize that, yeah, yeah you can. Right, yeah. it's like, you can, you, I, and I think I have to. Like, right, without, have that, without yeah. that frustration, you know, does it continue? Like, does he keep, yeah. Uh, I think, and I think there's another subconscious part, and maybe I read it differently. You guys can tell me how you felt about it, but the scene where he goes to the party with his colleagues, uh, with, I don't remember her name, but one of his colleagues is throwing a party, and he... Margo. Is it, huh? That's the girl. No, no, that's... It's the the secretary. I think it was Robin or something. Oh, yeah. Her and her husband. Mm -hmm. Either way, he's sitting outside on the porch, and he's like, he's trying to amp himself up because... He hasn't brought her around his co-workers yet, and he definitely hasn't done it without his brother and sister-in-law around. Um, and the, the town hasn't quite accepted really, it yet. Really, it's only just, like, his, like, tight-knit community. Like, the right. church community really right. is the most accepting. Like, so, it's not, like, there's a broader community that maybe know about it, but haven't witnessed right. it. Right, so I think there's this moment where he's on the porch, and he's kind of like, am I prepared for this embarrassment? Like, I'm about to take this loved all into a building full of my co-workers and be at a party am I ready for this like and I, I just I don't know that's what I got from it because apparently that was um, ad-libbed as well like there was a yes, good uh, that scene. there was a good moment in that party where there were those two people that were like uh, making fun of him for having the love doll yeah. and Margot the who becomes his girlfriend later essentially was like oh yeah how's your uh, how's the wedding coming along Mm-hmm. Or like, when's the wedding? Or, and like, they they immediately start arguing with each other. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, it was like good. she was like protecting him in a way, right? Because it's like, oh yeah, your lives aren't so perfect either. <laughs> and, and then there was that moment with uh, Miss Gruner when when they first are talking yeah, with the church that group. Yeah, also very good. I and like she's that like, well, well, here's the problem with your you know 
nephew, and here's and just yeah, like, poking yeah, just at like oh yeah, everybody's got you're so, someone. Yeah, you're so perfect, right? Yeah, right, exactly. That was a good moment. Uh, just, uh, it was a, a good of... moment, but at no point in time during that moment was anybody like, oh yeah, but your cousin's batshit crazy in love with a doll. That's true. That's a little over the that. top for a small town, I'd say. I uh, I can't. That's where I was like, they're stretching it a little bit here. Yeah. I don't think it's. I mean, it's a movie, though. It, it, it is. Right. It is like on the edge of absurdity, <laughs> yeah, but it's like also it's like not. it's also just believable enough where I'm like, I'm okay with this. I, it's not like I'm trying to think of an example. But it's, it, I don't know. It makes a good premise for the movie. Like it would be the movie would be more boring if he just had some. Like if he was just depressed. And but like also, if yeah. people did not accept it, it would just be he just wouldn't engage with them. Like it's just not. They wouldn't end up being part of this. Movie. But also, he wouldn't. They wouldn't invite him to places, and he you wouldn't get scenarios where people yeah. were in, were in, encouraging it. Because they just wouldn't care. Like, they just wouldn't. Right, like, it's not. Yeah, like, come over again, this thing. isn't based on a true story. It's well, yeah, all, right. it's all framed. Yeah, in, it's, it's framed for a movie. Like, they, some of the stuff is unrealistic. It the funeral? Happen. I will say the two things that I thought were too far, <laughs> like, for realistic. <laughs> the funeral, I thought the funeral. <sighs> I don't know. The funeral was, like, kind of like. Emotional. The funeral was very touching like, because the like, pastor gave was. a very good speech. It and, was. Uh, for, yeah. While still being, like,. Uh, that was one religiously that was a, acceptable. He did a good job of like towing the line movie. and being yeah. like, "I'm going to make a good moment out of what is basically a waste of time for everyone but one guy and his family." I think they were also. I mean, well, yeah, because they're helping. I mean, they yeah. they are help, they want they care. And about I him, would so. say the town cares about him too. They wouldn't be doing that. Like most of the people that were there have some intimate like story with Bianca at this point. Like, yes, you're right. It is still a waste of time, but. Well, I mean, you can like, go back to the argument that uh, he had with the wife, Karen, mm-hmm. where she was yelling at him when he was chopping wood and basically said, we're doing all of this for right. you. Like, yes. everyone in this town does everything here because we love you. True. I think it's also, they have, he's like, oh, sorry, really. He's oh, like okay. 20, was he 27 in this movie? I think he says that, at some point. I don't know why I have the number. I, he's somewhere, he's not. I, mean, he I, probably guess, I thought he was in his late He's 30s. probably older than yeah. that, maybe 37. I don't yeah. know. Either way. Uh, anyway, but they've known him his whole life. He's right. lived in this town the whole his whole life. And so he's been this way his whole life. So, like, most people in the town, I feel like, come from an angle already where they're sympathetic toward him because he's this guy that he's never really... He's never been... He's not aggressive. Like, he's a very nice person. So he's just kind of been a guy that everyone, I feel like, just looks at as like, oh, that poor guy. They, they pity him. So now they have an opportunity to actually help him. I thought... That at least with a lot of the old women, they felt that they had did him a disservice as a child in not helping him then, and that they were helping him now as sort of a like to pay him back for. I don't know why it would be their responsibility. Be- well, because it takes because they're all tight knit. They all knew that all it was was a, a sad dad alone with that kid raising him alone and sad all the time, and the kid's probably eating Vienna sausages out of a can. <laughs> like they could have they they could have been bringing casseroles then, you know. I suppose, yeah, but like you don't necessarily. They get brought casseroles for a dying love doll. They didn't bring casseroles for a kid who doesn't have a. <laughs> you don't know what his dad was like. Though. Like the dude, if, if an yeah, old lady with a casserole. If the shirt, dad's an asshole, you, the kids. Well, fuck that kid then. Uh, like, oh, the dad's an asshole. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's what I'm saying though. Like, I felt like that's what I felt. I felt that they felt bad about like that I mean, they should have helped him more. Either way, the whole. Like, and so that they had decided the now that this was the time. Opening of the movie, basically every older female that he runs into is trying to get him to start dating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, another part of me is, like, there's... I don't know how well everyone in this small town would possibly know the psychology of any of this. But it seems like they're all at least privy to it enough that they're like, if we help him through this, maybe 
you know, maybe that's how we get him there. I also think it does not, it makes a difference that it's Ryan Gosling. I also agree with that. <laughs> it, it definitely makes a difference that it's Ryan Gosling who is, like, super awkward and won't yeah. date anyone and right. not, like... Right. Your average an joke, ugly. kind of, yeah. This is Steve Buscemi. No chance. It would be a different, no chance be a different movie. Then they're oh definitely shipping them It just becomes sparks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> put Steve Buscemi in this role in what a movie that becomes. Oh, my God. It's a totally different film. Actually, ironically, after watching it, I said to my wife that if that was a real girl, this would be the boringest movie we watched ever. <laughs> like if he, if yeah, he had right. ordered if Bianca was a ride. real girl. If like, like Bianca a, was a dude and he was gay, or a real girl that he ordered from the Internet yeah, like, Bride, yeah. it would be boring. Like, yeah, without yeah. it being yeah. a doll. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, also, it, it, I think it would just be a generic love story. Yeah, it'd be like, like, I mean, it'd be what you expect and what we want yeah. from a town. You, well, I think it would be a horror movie. <laughs> a horror movie? It would have to be because you would have to wonder, like, what is. Because the whole time it would be everyone trying to figure out what her alternative motive is. That's true, yeah. We would be suspicious it. of everyone. Oh, yeah, you'd be yeah, super suspicious, suspicious of her if she was the thing that he said. Yeah. This Bra- half Brazilian, half nursing. Danish. Yeah, half Danish nursing student or teacher. whatever. Teacher. Yeah, she was everything. Yeah. Uh,. Oh, uh, that's what I was saying. So the church, I think that the church, the, the uh, not church, the funeral service was like a, a mildly absurd, despite Wait, the like. The money. <laughs> well, I, I, I assume he has quite a bit of money. Right, he's not spending. Yeah, he spends spend no money, money, and he's probably been working his whole that's life. That's probably true. That's how then I assume he got They inherited his farm. They probably inherited yes. money that he has, yes. that he's never put in the, like, he probably just has all that in I just assume he's probably loaded, yeah. Since we're talking about money for a moment, I'd like to go back to the very beginning of this movie, when his desk mate is showing him this doll online. The and he's like, are you going to get one? He's like, no, nah, I got wiped out by the <laughs> Xbox. The new Xbox. Like, what about world is this Fun fact about that scene. $350, my yeah. ass. Well, fun fact about that scene, the first time I tried to watch this movie, that's when I stopped watching that line. I was like, yep, that's, oh. you know. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, this is just going to be a bad, I was like, this is going to be a bad comedy, and I just don't know. I was like, if that's all they're sending at me joke-wise, I'm out of here. I was, like, expecting, was, I was expecting more comedy, and I was pleasantly surprised I was, ex- that it was I was surprised how many times I laughed, actually. Like, it's, yeah. it's like kind yeah, of actually laughed Yeah, it made me laugh a couple times. My favorite joke in the whole movie isn't even dialogue. It's literally when he's, he's talking to uh, his brother and sister-in-law and he's like yeah I met a girl and he's he's saying all of these specific lines and saying specific things that they don't get it right now and then they do that like jump cut right to exactly. him on the oh, ground yeah. I cracked up <laughs> <laughs> was their faces yeah. oh that was so good funny you see oh, almost man, no God, lines yeah. is when they're coming out of the doctor's office and the old lady is just looking and she's yeah. got this face like you're like, what the hell is she? When they come out, and then they show you, and the toddlers and the baby dolls like, laugh. Oh my god, <laughs> it was so funny. That was good. That was uh, good. There was another bit uh, that made me laugh a little bit too. When all of the like women and like the the one that does the hair and stuff like that, they're all talking. Um, and his sister-in-law, I, the night before, checked under her dress. And then she's describing to all of her friends, and she says, yeah, she even, you know, she's got all, all the parts. And then the one girl says, oh, so she's really just one of the girls. And I was like, what is that? What, what a weird thing to say. So when uh, the Gus is in the doctor's office the first time, he says, they're, and they're, he learns that they, like the doctor calls it a delusion, he says, what the hell is he doing with the delusion, for Christ's sake? Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, like, like later on, yeah, like, like, why? How did, how did he get this gun? What is he doing? Later, that? In the same conversation later on, he's, uh, they're like talking, and like, 
she's saying that like oh yeah this is the process like this is how it's gonna end like this is what we'll do and he said fantastic when will it be over yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and i think he even progressed a bit as yeah obviously right yeah. oh definitely to, all of the that there's conversation lots of about about in the when do you know you're a man oh, yeah in the basement yeah it started in the kitchen and went down well, that's so when he had like, when he finally had the straight up realization he's having a childhood like this he's growing up like he's yeah. having a childhood in this yeah. movie that's what i mean like the old women are like yes he's yeah. have, like I don't know. And I think the doctor, uh, whose name, by the way, we barely ever get, but it's Dagmar. Dagmar, yeah. which is weird. Yeah, it's very odd. Yeah. But um, I think early on she might have suspected a bit of, like, uh, childhoodness Trauma. of him. Like, yeah. when he was playing with the bird, uh, and he had a hard time, like... Focusing on the... Uh, just being empathetic when she had said that her husband died... Even though, like, he was expecting empathy when he said about, uh, you know, Remind his parents dying and then his current, you know, Bianca's yeah. parents dying. He you was expecting empathy and then he in, didn't really reciprocate that with her. In the therapy sessions a lot, like, he does, like, his mannerisms are that of a child. Like, he right. he walks around the room like a child. He'll sit in a chair, like, crunched up or, like, you know, like, or how you would expect. Or folded mess up, with things. Or mess with toys yeah. or whatever, yeah. Her husband dying was the other thing I thought was like not not the actual her husband dying, but his incorporation of that into his delusion. I was like, the doctor, that's a step too far for me if I'm the doctor. But she's obviously a better person than I am, or is written as such. Because it's when like he calls her out. You mean. Well, no, no, because her husband she empathizes with him by saying like, oh yeah, that's my husband who has actually died. He, yes, and it was very difficult, but right. you now we've moved on, and. Uh, when Bianca starts dying, it's treated like a spouse dying of, yes. of cancer or right. something of like a similar nature. Right. And she has to be like, okay, I'm going to cope you for, through this fake trauma that I actually experienced. Yes. And now we have to have a funeral for your, I mean, I, a real relationship to a fake thing that yes. was never but alive. I mean, I mean, I think she was happy in that moment. I'm, like, yeah, it's yeah, just like, I, like I to me, it's like, because like it's at a, that point, so it's kind of fucked up for him to do if he's doing it knowingly because so he's like playing though, on a thing that. So she knows that it's a repressed thing. He knows, yeah, but, like it's not like. But he's also, doing his it mom died way. too. Like sure, I mean, most of his also, parents are dead. Yeah, he's he also yeah. is is like he knows the feel of. He knows what his dad was like after his mom died. So. Honestly, a lot of those times, like I think he was trying to understand her emotion, so that he could almost co-opt it, so he could understand having emotions himself. Well, that's and that's how he had to process that grief. Like he had to be able, like he had to basically, like you were saying, he had to, like go through that experience again, but this way in a healthy way, and actually get through it. But I'm like, it, it's the same kind of feeling you get when uh, someone is like talking about how hard it was, or like. The difficulties of raising a child, and then somebody's like, "Oh yeah, I have dogs, so like I know, I like I know what you're saying. like I know exactly what you mean." And you're like, "Yeah, but I don't think he's it's not. Like, the, he's not. He, I don't think he would right. compare I his think He's not, and that's why that I don't think. Way. That's why I don't think it's egregious or like offensive. Yeah. I just think it's like if I, I'm just like, ah, that makes me. It's like it's not cringy, but it is Cause cause painful. It's one of those things where I you think, are like, so, it's impossibly. The people of this town are impossibly nice. Yes, yeah. Like, they're possibly accepting and understanding and patient. And specifically that doctor, I agree. I think you're right. Like, Yeah, I'm not saying it. I'm not like deducting points for it. I'm just saying it's I think it's like like most psychologists would be capable of separating their personal lives from the... Like, it, yes, from yeah. I think that's... I mean, I think yeah. that's part of being... 
right. I, like, like, I, I, think I, really kind of, I don't know why, but I love the fact that it was like all of the women in the town who were like, we're doing this. And the men were like, all right, we're doing this. Oh, that's why I wanted to... Well, also, that's that kind of leads into why well, I wanted to correct... The movie's written by a woman. I don't remember who said not, it, but I'm like... going to point that That out. makes sense. He's very, he's very much not an incel. Like, he's the oh, opposite okay. of an incel. Because he's like... He's In not, the beginning, he He's not involuntarily celibate. He is voluntarily celibate. He doesn't like being touched, which is what has ruined his opportunities with women. I mean, so much so that he literally won't even have sex with a doll that is like, for Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, like women are... He does not I, have... I wouldn't necessarily call it voluntary. I, well, I would not... You're right. But either way, he, does not he doesn't same. have a toxic relationship yeah, with yeah, women. Yeah. He, has, he has like a fear of physical contact, which has made him incapable of having a relationship with a woman. Because it seems like he wants to, but he doesn't blame them. He's not like yes, you're right. He I, at least I don't get the opinion. Well, that well he knows the problem. The yeah, problem he, is yeah, himself, yeah, he's yeah. incapable. But I think what punching. Dave's saying here is like he might be the clinical definition of an incel. Sure, he might yes, literally yeah. be okay, yes. involuntarily. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't mean it. Like, like he's not the type. He's not the archetype incel. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I also yes, meant yes, that okay, it's like yeah. very maternal, like motherly. That it was the women in this town who sort of led the charge yeah, on it. Right. And this guy's not true healing. Huh? This guy's not no, Travis Bickle. No. <laughs> I thought that the psychologist doctor was most interested in the funeral to see the reason. So she knows that the doll is dead, and she knows that the reason the doll is dead is because he chose for the doll to die. But she doesn't know that there's a girl involved in the situation because she's not privy to that information like we are. And I thought it was interesting that like she waited around at the end mm-hmm. and saw him like that, even. and she like yeah, they saw yeah. like the uh, him and the girl staying next mm-hmm. to each other, and she like was like got the smug look and was and like, how about oh. that final line too? I actually laughed too at that, like at her funeral. <laughs> I get it, she's just a doll, but damn, you just murdered her. I also the final line was, like, so you want to take a walk? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, not even let's do something in the near future. Let's no, no, walk let's away from like, this. It's not like she, like, I mean, oh, I mean also, you know it was. But it's they a delusion, knew. though. But it's also, like part of it is right, like, yeah, right. delusion's over now, right. back to sanity. I'm going to want to move past this as quickly as humanly right, possible. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, let's not talk about the six months. In my I'm mind, listening. I'm mad that her delu- or his delusion didn't at least add a little bit of mourning period. <laughs> not, I mean, I not think part the, of the grieving process. I, I think the mourning period... Uh, okay. I don't think you need to, mourn, I don't think you need to mourn a relationship <laughs> with a love doll. I don't think you need to mourn a relationship with a When he gets the second sex doll, doll, that's for mourning. This one is... I think the mourning period... We had to learn grief. I think the mourning period for him began... When he was, when he screamed, when he it was like, wake up, wake oh, sure. up, you know? Uh, like, yeah. I think when he made the decision that she was dying, that was his processing of the mourning period, uh, of her dying. Because like, he does, like, he is... Ridiculous. That was acceptance. Yeah, he right. does, was well, he does cr- like, he cries. When, yeah. Like, he is his delusion was to make this relationship as realistic as possible. But the day she died, he was like, oh, let's go for a walk. Yes, I, I, like, I get it. It, is, it was quick. It was a quick turnaround. But, I mean, it's a walk. And you know for a fact that I mean, he yeah. is still not quite ready for touching and things like that. Mm-hmm. So this relationship is going to take forever. Well, And also, right. like, the acceptance of her, of, the, of Bianca's death, is a double acceptance. It's also right. the acceptance of, I can have a healthy I human relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's like, the crying is both like, oh, this is sad. But it's less like it's sad and more like... This thing that I was comfortable with and that made me happy briefly is now has to end and I have to do the scary thing that I now have proven that I'm capable of doing, but is extremely terrifying. And it is a callback to the scene where he's talking with his brother in the basement, specifically, when he says, everything is hard. 
everything in life yeah. is hard. And I was like, I mean, yeah. And you're about to go yeah. through, like, some of the worst parts of it. But, I don't know. I, I mean, like, yeah, I, that's just my feeling on that. There was also a point in time I'm like, oh, he's going to kill this dog. Oh, I thought And I found it super humor. No, like, in the movie, I'm like, somewhere in the near future, he's going to end this relationship. By killing the dog. <laughs> I and I just became I, super I thought she was going to move away. I thought she was moving back. I thought no, they were going to break up. I thought they were going to have a big fight. They were going to break up and he was going to put her in the that shit in the trash. I thought <laughs> he was I, dumpster in her body. I thought he was going to have a big fight <laughs> and, and, and say something to like to Gus or Karen and then they were going to make the decision to just remove her from the situation and he would implement oh, she moved back to wherever. The, like, uh, he no. would do that in his head. That was the other option I was thinking besides yeah. her just straight up. I didn't, yeah, I didn't I, think I, I was that super... takes the delusion out of his control. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, he's he's going to get rid of her. Well, the, the delusion he's was out of his control her. a few times. I mean, like, when and they got yeah. in the argument. Yeah. Like, <laughs> within reason. Like, that was... Yeah, like, within reason. Yeah. I, I was, like, super on board with her dying like, early on because I felt like the doctor's admission to him was a foreshadowing of, like, oh, this is an option. And then once... He started realizing that he wanted to be with this real woman. Uh, I was like, "Well, there's no way." And I remember there's saying this. No, there's no yeah, way. I was like, "He will mm-hmm. not be able. To, like, you can't. He can't have this whole process of just like being able to have right. like have a conversation with a woman and go straight to breaking up with one. Yeah. Not going to be able to handle this doll. That. Has this to doll has to die. Yeah, I was like, has to be. She has to die because he can't like emotionally process anything a more break complicated. Up, yeah, break that. Up, yeah. Yeah. Not only that, but like the whole town's in, and he right. has to shut the whole thing down. So yeah. she's yep. got to die. And the whole yeah. town loved her. So like, I don't even think that it would have broken the vig. Had they been like, oh yes, we accept that you're breaking up with this person we all love and enjoy. And there was also a part of me that thought maybe the whole town's going to keep her around, so he has to see I his ex type funny. thing. Like if he, if they went with the breakup, so he'd have funny. to see an ex. That's and the I sequel. That's a comedy. Like, if they no. wrote a kid, <laughs> that would be really <laughs> that would be funny. So that like just poster really up funny. on benches with other dudes. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. His, his, his coworker. <laughs> I thought that <laughs> there was a part of me that was like, oh, they're gonna, you know, obviously they have to get rid of They're both invited to the same dinner party. Those guys. <laughs> I also thought so he, to goes, he goes to get the wine like so and the at the party mm-hmm. and the two coworkers are there and the one's like oh yeah total baby got there Lars oh that cracked me up that was <laughs> so awkward that part made me yeah, really it was, it was, I was like it was they know what they're doing they're, right, they're being the dicks right, but it's, yeah. that's what would, oh, that no, is I a realistic thing his, well, his dog obviously well, that I think some of the walls also seem like creeps at one point in time very early I was like so who's gonna be the first one to diddle this thing I was surprised I to was see so it was Karen. Yeah, Karen was the, the fact first that Karen was the first one to, you know, violate the doll. And, and she lied. About. The doll does not have genitals. Well, I think in the movie it does. I think the trivia is saying so that on set there was no chance of that. I thought, well, isn't the same one that they filmed with the one that was on set? I think it, within the movie's universe. No, I, I know this. I was oh, making oh, a okay, joke yes. about how the doll does the not actually have genitals. No. Yeah. They ordered a custom without, without bits. Right. So Specifically uh, for that reason, which could they have just covered it up? But uh, what, uh, well, I guess, the that, I guess nobody wanted to address it. Now we're gonna get into the trivia for the reason that, that nobody would bang it, or that so no one would bang it. So okay, okay. Ryan Gosling demanded that the doll be kept on set, and they, they treat it like a real human, so yeah. that he could help stay in character. So it was on set all the time, and it was also not on set when there was they were filming scenes that she wasn't in, and yeah. she had her own trailer, and they like they had to do a bunch of like rehearsal type shit. To keep the illusion alive. Actors are so on, weird. Yeah. Actors Honestly, so this whole weird. thing reminded me a lot of the rehearsal. I was yes. like, the only way you do something like this is if you're paying people. In reality, 
The only way any of this happens, even in a small town, I don't care how much you care about it. Oh, fan. I think you underestimate the boredom <clears throat> of a small town. All right, you got me. Yeah, they might. Honestly, this is the most. I that bowling scene was like that. Might as well have been Woodstock. Town. What'd you say? I think yeah, that was the close I like the bowling scene. That's what I That's about. well, yeah. That's the thing I thought was most unbelievable is that everyone was everyone was so nice and accepting and there wasn't like a couple of people I or the people that were dicks got like showed up and like yeah. immediately were on board afterward. I, I admired the restraint that the whoever was writing this movie and, and eventually directing the movie had in not using drama. Like a small town like this, they could have very easily had somebody who wasn't in on it. I thought he was going to get beat up. Right. Yeah. Who wasn't in on it. Like, some people came in from out of town and saw this weirdo with yeah. a doll and beat him up. And that's a really easy thing the, to do. Right. They could have easily done it. Well, I also think, and that's like a two-hour movie that would have been a half hour too long. Yeah, and right. luckily they didn't do that. But also, like, I think what's weird is that they filmed the whole thing in Canada. And if you had told me this was set in Canada, it's like a hundred times more yeah, believable that this could possibly yeah, happen. Easily. But the fact that we're saying, no, it's actually in like Michigan. Yeah, they actually they all have American accents. They all yeah. work for the Amer- they work yeah. for the American accents. Uh, speaking of accents, I have some notes I wanted to go over. Oh, um, I have one more quote to talk about that I thought was good. Uh, when the, all the when Bianca's dying and all the old ladies come over to give like uh, his sit. Yeah. Then they say that's what people do when tragedy strikes. They come over and sit. <laughs> I thought that was a good line. That's not bad. Mm. Uh, that's a good. The line where uh, Karen says we all care. And screams. I know we talked about this. Yeah. Oh, the, the when she's yelled. Yeah. That's when I realized she was British. Okay. Because yeah. I didn't notice. I kind of noticed the whole time I, that she was. No, yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't really know that there was anything. I thought she just had a, like a unique voice. But then as soon as she started like raising her voice and the accent, she couldn't hide it anymore. I was like, oh man, that's egregious here. We're she was work. a bit much for me. She, she was nice, but she was a bit much. And for me. she she was also just really on board pretty quickly. Like I, I understand mm. she seemed to want to help him. There was part of me that thought at the beginning of the movie maybe he had feelings for her. I never got that. No, I never thought that. Yeah. No, no. I kind of feel that. like you don't tackle a person to the ground. I mean, if you care about them, if you care about them and they keep ignoring you, I think maybe you do. Maybe she was just like the right level of pregnant. <laughs> I'll uh, buy that. Yeah, just <laughs> if you want, I think if you want a more realistic version of this movie, uh, have any of you ever seen the movie Welcome to Marwin with no. Steve Carell? Okay. Oh it's yeah, based, I have. It's based That's a on good a real. Movie. Yeah, it is a good movie. It's based on a real story about a real guy, and I think so. He plays with action figures and like sets up dioramas and stuff, mm-hmm. and he, he does it, it outside in his garden. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it's based on a real thing. He's this way because of a trauma, mm-hmm. and I just the town. There's only like select people that are supportive of him and, and help mm-hmm. him with things, uh, and. That seems more reasonable. And also there is that drama of people coming in from out of town and not knowing. Mm-hmm. Like he has a thing with women's shoes and they pick on him because they see him wearing high heels in a bar and they beat the crap out of him. And it's one of the traumas that like, it, the whole trauma began with a situation very mm-hmm. similar. Yeah, so. I mean that, yeah, I don't know. The part of it, I think it, people are less likely likely to beat the shit out of you for having a sex doll. Like I think people are more likely to just think you're weird. I think people are genuinely angry about I hear like weird. you because you get like tra- like transphobes or yeah, like homophobes uh, yes. who see it and are like actively pissed off about it. Whereas like no one is like 
really seeing a sex doll and being like, this guy's offending my beliefs. <laughs> Maybe, but in reality, no one's walking around in the street with sex dolls at this uh, point I'm, in that's time. That's also true. Uh, oh. <laughs> I think you'd be surprised. I bet there's, oh, for real? I bet there's people that do that. Billy I, carries two around everywhere he goes. Piggyback rides over out west. I bet there's, like, I bet if you lived in a city, you would see it. Like a like a big city, like New York, Philadelphia, those type of places, <laughs> I bet you see sex dolls walking around. Like in the Where subway. Where are they getting them? I've never seen full sex dolls in Phoenix, but I saw <laughs> sex toys on the street. But no one was carrying around. I did see a naked woman on a horse once. I bet you there's people. I bet you somewhere there's somebody wheelchairing a sex doll around. Oh, speaking of wheelchairs, no wheelchair ramp at the church. Right. Yeah, they carry. It's a down. small town. Yeah. That's an ADA violation. They'll get that place <laughs> condemned. That's why as soon as we watched that movie, I was like, "Get this building shut down." That place isn't coming around to check them. I was like, "Call them up, Lars. Let them know. Get this place shut down." Until they uh, saw a wheelchair yeah, around. This is fucked up. Actually, uh, I'll bring back exactly the scene where we see that happen. Um, the it's when the church first starts embracing uh, Bianca mm-hmm. and Miss Gruner gives the flowers yeah. the day to her. And he says oh, to Bianca, he too. says, the flowers aren't real, so they last forever. And I was like, isn't that? I went, that's, uh, mm. that was oh. almost creepy, though. I was almost yeah, like, that's because he whispered it. I think because he's a shy. But it's also guy. he's talking to a sex doll oh, that is yeah. like, that's going to no, last forever. About an everlasting That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, at that point in time, he's the like, doll the is doll is fake. It was not. I got it all forever. The sentiment itself that he was implying was not creepy, but everything about the delivery and the context was. I think it's because at that point in time, I was still uncomfortable with this man walking around in public, there were so to many scenes where I was just like, "God, I, I hate this so much." <laughs> like, oh, I hate this so oh, yeah, it's much. Very awkward. This movie uh, really does a good job. It of spends a good bit of time making you very uncomfortable yeah. before you're like, "Oh shit, I care about Bianca." Oh, yeah, all shit, of a sudden, let's I'm watch like, her die. All of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh man, why am I invested in this yeah, thing?" Yeah, I'm like, like, I fucking hate the this. The movie, like, but it, you hate it so much, but it tricks you into like caring. It about wins the you over pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm upset that we're 41 minutes into this and we haven't talked about his fucking hat. <laughs> that's not, well, a, hat. It's it's not a hat. It's yeah, a ski it's mask. A, or his boots. It's a ski mask. It's a balaclava. It took me maybe 40 minutes in the movie, the same amount of time, to realize that it was. Were his boots gigantic? Because his hair it kept sticking like out of his hat. Yeah, his boots yeah. were like the wrong. Like were like way too big. For he had like they were probably his boots. dad's. Maybe. Oh. That's maybe. Hmm. I kind of. I thought that the one. It would have been nice if they put something in there to say that. I liked his. That might have been something that they had thought about, but they just cut. Or I liked his jacket. I thought his jacket was kind of. I I, I actually liked it. I liked that he always had thermals on, and they were clearly hand me downs. Did he wear women's clothes underneath all his thermals? I think they were hand me downs that he had been wearing for years. I think some of them. I think near the end of the movie, he might have been wearing Bianca's, which is Karen's clothing. Because that's he has a sweater on. In that the was end. another reason I thought maybe he was actually crushing on Karen because he ended up wanting her clothes to put on Bianca. It was just some, that was, there was I, some. I thought about stuff. that. Yeah, when that also, happened, I thought she kind of looked maybe. similar. I think I think that's purely just like he. Like, Karen is the only woman he knows that is like, right. oh, I, this is a wife of somebody I know. And he wouldn't, so like, she would he's have not going to know how to pick yeah. out clothes. Yeah, he, he, not not he, he was just grabbing stuff that was, like, inside of his purview. Like, the death of the, the doctor thing, the whole, like, yeah. he was just incorporating things because he doesn't act, he doesn't have a lot of experience with those things otherwise. With, he doesn't have a lot of life experience, really. Yeah. That's what he's lacking. Uh... Man, I really like the scene where when the town finds out that she's sick and dying and he walks outside and you think he's just walking outside to, you know, oh. think for a moment, but then he turns around and there's all the flowers and get well soon. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was good. Good. Was good. I was like, God, there's no way this town would be this nice, but 
you know, living in this world. I'm here for the reality of this movie. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's, oh, man, that yeah, hits. It, does it. it hit way too good. I was like, why? It's <laughs> I, crazy. I can't, I can't believe that there are people in this movie crying about the death of a doll, and I can't believe I'm getting emotional watching them cry about the death <laughs> of a doll. <laughs> I was getting mad. I was like, why? <laughs> yeah. like, I can't believe like, yeah, this. That's why, this that's why I said I was mad at you. <laughs> Uh, it's crazy. I was mad at you last week. I was not mad at you after viewing this. All right, all right. Oh, the product placement was the other thing I read. There was down. product placement. There was two instances was of product placement. They both show up on. Uh, <laughs> I keep wanting to call him Paul Schneider because that's the actor's name. Yeah, Paul Schneider. Gus. Gus. Yeah. Gus's computer. Both instances of product placement are on his computer. The first is the real doll, which is real, actual product placement. They said it cost six thousand dollars for the doll they used in the movie. Xbox which is my ass. Fucking wild. <laughs> fucking wild. Six grand for this massive inconvenience? That's insane. I wonder what the pay rate is for an actual human being. I was going to say, it's probably cheaper to get a real, a real Russian wife. bride. Yeah. Uh, we should look that up. But we should not. No. I'm just wondering, like, just morbid curiosity, you know? Uh, you might you going to kill her? Doesn't need to be morbid. Oh, curiosity is morbid, not the... Shit, now I forgot what the other product placement was. Yeah. There's another thing that he looks it's up on his computer, this. and I cannot uh, remember what it is now. I remember seeing Ask Jeeves, and I thought to myself, That's what it was. Who the That's hell uses Ask Jeeves? It was Ask Jeeves. Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. That's what it was, yes. Oh, boy. Isn't that shut down now? Didn't it turn to Jeeves is and then turn to it, nothing? Yes. Yeah. yeah. 2007, though, was like 2006. Oh, I guess it was. This movie's we were old. Right. Right. Is this? Oh, okay. Yeah. I forgot about yeah. how old this movie Yeah. I had to look at the, the gravestones of his parents to understand when the time of frame of the movie actually was. I think this movie. I don't. I don't personally want to watch it again, but I feel like it's one of those movies that could do. You you could gain more from watching it at least a second time, you know. I also do not want to watch it again, but I can see why you would say that. I just think I think maybe there was a lot thought about in the movie that we didn't pick up on because we were so initially like this is odd and, and mm-hmm. I, I'm not here for it, and and so I just think maybe like the boots thing. There may have been something that hinted to that being that they were his fathers or something. There may have been something that explains why he's so good at chopping wood. I, you know? I don't think there's a joke he wasn't to be, very good there's at chopping wood There's a joke to be made there, singing, but I'm not going to make yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, let's, can we... We saw him chop wood once, and he kind of... We saw him chop of, wood three times. Okay, twice, if I remember correctly. Fine. None of it seemed very... Yeah, none of well, it was so very... The second so time he it. chopped that wood, he did terribly. Yeah, the other well, time it was, he was jump cut, so we didn't even see it. Really. He was frustrated yeah. the time we were watching. Yeah. But he mm. missed a few times. I mean, and he said he was a great that. singer, and then I heard him, and then he was said he was great at chopping wood, so I find all of his Also, if you got a guy who's like, I'm so good at chopping wood, you'd be like, you'd let him chop all the wood and you wouldn't tell him the difference. Like, yeah, you're not gonna want to chop wood. Yeah, you're not gonna be like. Who's gonna tell you you're not you, great man? at chopping wood? A doll like, that can't speak? <laughs> well, uh, definitely not your brother wasn't there. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> um, um, that's cold, man. <laughs> now I imagine in that fight in the car, she's like, "Well, your brother chopped the wood better." <laughs> I mean, maybe that's my only. That might be my only complaint with the film, or like my only real complaint is that Gus doesn't get his. He has one scene where he like has a moment where he like gets emotional about the fact that he basically caused all of this, 
because he abandoned his brother at a young age and then never really cared about him. But it's not that's not his yeah, fault. but from there I mean, on, kind of is. He is like, he's a brother. He's not his not brother's dad. keeper. Yeah, he's not the dad. He, would, he says openly, "I knew what the situation was and I got the fuck out of there." But that's and then just never him, checked up him, on it. That's him that's placing he's the guilt on himself. Yeah, he's guilt. But it's absolutely. But it's not actually his fault. It is a hundred percent. You do not have to take care of your kids. Fault. Oh, I don't think I mean, it's obviously his dad's fault for being a bad dad, but it's not like he didn't have a choice. It's not like his brother couldn't have been like, his brother gonna do but that. it's his you job know? to take he's care like, of his, it's his job to take care of his brother. He's like eight 18? to ten years yeah. older than him. Like, he could come back and check up. Like, you don't get like this because you're because you live with your dad for like five, 15 years. He wasn't that old. Yeah. Also, I feel like well, the that mom died when, when he said that. Was he, no, what I mean is like his dad died in 2006. Which yeah, means, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, which the, means you, Lars yes, was living with him saying. for 20, 30 years, and his brother never was like, hey, man, we should do something about this because you're clearly getting fucked up. Like, he he ignores the fact that Lars is, has a problem with himself the whole time Lars is alive, and it's his Until wife It's his wife who says, yeah. Lars well, has a problem. I don't think, like, the thing is, I don't think that he even realized that it was happening his whole life. He moved away. He, I bet he turned 18, moved away, and never went back. Literally, that's what I, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like that part of that is the, you it's his fault for him, that. He, it's his fault for living his life. Like I, I, there's no yeah, way that like I, uh, be, blame I, it. I him get what you're saying, ridiculous. but I also like it, I no. I think the yeah, guilt that he places on himself is exactly at the amount that that could be placed there. I don't think there's more. Uh, he didn't need a comeuppance. He he had his own journey he was going on. I don't I, his journey was not like it is not this huge dramatic thing. He gets he gets married to a lady and then comes back and takes the house from his brother who lived with his dad the whole time. But he offered it like that's not he offered to live there with his brother share the Yes, house. I know, but like he knows how like he didn't it's I mean, I don't know. It was like he's 30 years it was like 30 years of ignoring you have a sibling and then being like, oh, I guess we should probably care now and being like, oh, I can't believe he's fucked up. How could this be? He's He had no one to love him for 30 years. I can't believe he came out weird. You know what? You might have actually swayed me because here's the thing. With the whole town being so accepting and, and helpful of this mental disability, he should have been on that same par if he's been living in this town as well. You know, it sounds like his dad was the only guy in the whole town. He turned into, in my in my opinion, or in my head, like my head came into this movie. Gus turned eighteen, joined the military, got the fuck out of this town, (laughs) and then his dad dies. He inherits this house. He's married. He has a whatever. He's just like, well, you know what? I'll just I'll move back in. I'll strike up a business in this town and do these things. And he does. And then he gets saddled with. Oh shit! My brother's all fucked up. I didn't know. I thought my brother was living in a perfectly normal. Well, it was life more in this like, town. well, it's more like, oh shit! I have a brother. That's right. <laughs> oh man! I've so well, I mean, we don't know that. that. We don't know that. What if he called his brother every week? I don't think that happened. Yeah, I don't think if you, you end called up your brother every week. You wouldn't have. You don't a end up like this. Delusional. I mean, sure. But what if he was? If there were conversations previous to that, where hey, Lars, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you get that way unless you have 20 years, 20, 30 years. Right, but if, you're, if your only um, communication is over the phone, like, you might not real, you might not pick up on the fact that he's living in a garage and not... What do you think? I got a brother. We're only friends on Facebook. Yeah, but... I don't the, even have his phone number. But he the, doesn't have mine either. We but, don't interact with each other. Right. Like, he's never gave two shits about my life. That's, yes, but the difference so is that he in didn't... reciprocation, I don't care why would i don't i would have no expectations of him to come back nor would i want him to that's not 
Yeah, but you didn't also end up like Lars did. And when and if he were to come back and you ended up like Lars what like Lars did, and there was only one other person in your life, one other human in the whole world who knew the situation you were in and could affect it, and you knew that they fucked but up and didn't give a shit. The situation. And then that they came back the wait. And then they came they're not related to him. And then they came back and were like, Oh hey, here's my great life. I can't believe you're fucked up. What the hell? That's a shitty person. Like he deserves some amount of emotional recompense of like coming, like coming to terms with the fact that like you were a shitty human. Maybe Karen will decide to name the child Bianca. That's not a bad idea. They, yeah, they never really that's said what the fucking weird. Yeah. That, that's yeah. too much. That crosses my mind. It's not. I'm not saying that like every sibling has this fucking innate like responsibility to make sure that your other that your every sibling has a perfect life. But I'm saying in this specific scenario where he ignored him for all this time and then came back and was like, I can't believe you have an emotional trauma after the things I know you went through. And on top of that, they He's only the only said one this who knows man that. was sad. Yeah, I mean, they only ever said this man was sad. They never said he was abusive. No, he does say, he says, dad doesn't like people. And he said, mm-hmm. you didn't know him before she died. And he like, and then he says, and I got the fuck out of there as soon as I could after after mom died. So like the implication is that like he's not only sad, he's like emotionally abusive in the sense that like Lars never Lars literally feels that human contact is painful because he has never known it. Yeah, which to me I took it as his dad like hold himself up in a room and shut off from the world. Yeah, I mean, completely, well, and Lars, which is what Lars did when his brother came home, hold himself off in a garage. I think that and was what Lars was doing the whole time. time. Like, I don't think, like, I don't think his brother so, being like, not being there made a difference to Lars. I imagine Lars was living there in that garage when the, his father died. I imagine and he didn't the amount back of in the house. Uh, like he was just like, I'm just gonna keep living in this garage. The amount of responsibility Gus takes for this is too much. The movie, the movie takes place. Yeah, oh, that's what I meant. I, Lars was previously living in that garage. Before the like the father was living in the house, Lars was living in the garage. Father dies. Lars didn't was not gonna move back into that house at all. He was gonna keep mm-hmm. living in that garage. Then his brother comes and it's like, Hey, we're gonna move in the house, you wanna come in too? And Lars was like, Nah, I got my own thing over here. Like that's how well, I pictured it in my head. I feel like there's a line that the brother says where like we move in and Lars immediately moves into the garage. Like I remember the brother saying something like that. Which indicates that Lars was in the house. I'm not yeah. clear. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, I, could yeah, be I don't know. I don't know. That's just how I pictured it in my head. Yeah, I don't really know. I'm not sure. <clears throat> yeah. I, I get know. the I do feeling remember that, the scene that Lars would about, live in the house with the ghost of his father in the way he was when we first meet him. It always seemed like he needed to be invited into the house. Like, there had to be extreme circumstances. Like, even when Bianca was there, it seemed like he still knocked on the door. To come in, even though like I feel like he largely just didn't want to be. He didn't want to in, be in that. I think there's some there, emo- yeah. emotional like. Well, I would imagine there exactly, would have to be. Right. Yeah. So right. <clears throat> I don't know. It's, yeah. it's a, the story it's a, isn't really about that. I guess I think that's the truth. Is like there's no, just it's, some it's elements. It's what we want to know. The thing it's not so much. I guess it's not so much that I think <clears throat> he should like. He needs like some grand punishment. It's more that like I don't think his character treats it ever seriously in the movie. And then it's like it never. Well, I think he's, yeah, but he's, he's super. In the beginning, he it. definitely doesn't. Like yeah. I think even by the I end, though, he doesn't. He's not like he hasn't come around in a way where he's like. See, I accept that part of this is on one of the very last people around, to check on a dying Bianca was his brother. 
I think that's because he's ridden with guilt about the fact that he, like, hasn't given a shit and still hasn't really come to Lars and said, nah. like... Before then, he, like, he got emotional with Lars. They did the scene the, in the basement with the, how do you become a man? Like, well, I feel yeah, like there was a lot of stuff. And he that, does apologize. Like, but yeah, he apologizes. And then that's just, like, that, but that scene in the basement, the he's frustrated by the question. He's not, like, he's not, he's angry about it. He's not, like, oh, I realize. I don't think he's a perfect person. It's not when you know your brother is an emotionally stunted human human who needs help you it's don't even treat them. more frustrating no i don't think i think you that's, have to answer that question even uh, more i think you're a person then. who is now abusing a person who has a handicap and like now you're being like you're being actively destructive i don't think we I don't get he it. knows what his brother is like and you're talking to him like he's not just to be perfect being frustrated didn't stop him from having the conversation yeah right he was frustrated about it like because he's a person we get to see everyone my point is everyone else in the town can understand all the people in the town are Unreasonable. Those people don't exist <laughs> in real not, life. This guy true. could exist. Gus could exist yeah, in real Gus life. Yeah, Gus was the most. Right. Yeah, Gus exists in real life. None of those other people even. Gus has. Gus should be the person who's the least like that because he's his fucking brother, <laughs> and he knows the most about the situation. Yeah, but I. I mean, sure, but I, I don't think that makes him a terrible person. I'm sorry. There's a scene at the end at the funeral where even in the at the funeral he won't be over there. Like he wouldn't. He doesn't like funerals, right? He's still. Because, I, I mean, it's still fucking weird. Like, let's be honest, his brother is still has a love doll. Like, yeah. I don't blame this dude for not wanting to be involved in a funeral for a love doll either. Like, I, I don't think that makes it weird. I don't think that's weird. I don't think that's weird. The, the whole, whole town is weird, John. The whole town <laughs> being there doesn't make it less weird that they're in a funeral for a love doll. No, that, I mean, to me, that... Like, he's the only one with a reasonable... He's no, like, oh, no, this is weird. No, We're at a funeral for a love doll. No, he's the only that's one not weird. living no. in the reality. <laughs> he's wrong. living in the reality of the real world. You're 100% wrong. Because everyone... I'll tell you why. Because everyone else in the town understands that that's what they need to do to help a person who is sick. They see it as a guy who is sick. I mean, And they all understand that he's sick, yeah. except for the one person who's his fucking brother, who's like, oh, he's just a fucking crazy guy with a sex doll. Oh, that's his, too weird for his me. His brother also raised get, by the same dad. I can't his understand. His brother raised by the same... No, emotion. that's not true. You're lying. How long How long, How long? long did he have a real dad? How long did he have a real dad? Until years. He said, dog. yes, and until his ten. Dad, Ten? You think a, a person who loses their mom at ten is not emotionally stunted? Not a person who didn't grow up with anyone who t- cared about them their whole life. I mean, just because one person is worse than the other doesn't mean he's not. he couldn't also be emotionally stunted. Okay. Yeah, but he's not portrayed that way in the movie at all. He's just portrayed like that. No, he isn't. Mm, okay. You run away and don't I check think, in for 30 I years. Think what you're with one person, stunting. with one person, he's totally fine with his wife. He's totally fine with everybody His wife he met afterwards. Yeah, like on, he brought on. her back. They were somewhere yeah. else. All right. I don't know why that would mean that he's emotionally stunted when he can have fully fledged relationships with other people. Would this have? Helped he doesn't have a family. He doesn't know how to have a family relationship. He doesn't know how to have a brother. He doesn't even listen to he his wife. Like, she's telling him. Right. Right. But it's also not just like, yeah, about okay, having whatever. a brother. It's about a person that everyone else in the town has told you is sick, and we're all cool doing this thing for to help a person who's sick. And you're like, no, he's not sick. This is just stupid. You're I mean, the only guy. You're the only guy in the town who's like, this is stupid. You're the only guy, Billy. You're the only guy in the town. You're the only guy. I don't think he's like that. He is. He literally is. What is he like? What is he? How about when he's at the table? He's like, well, it's not. It's a fucking sex doll. It's not real. The first day. The first day. Literally the first day. And then he says to his wife, "Well, I had to try." 
It, it wasn't like he was doing it from a pa- place of malice. We just talked about how when he asks him a real question, he gets <laughs> Who summoned all those people in the room and talked about them to the love doll? All the elders in the town and the guy from the church. Who was there? His wife and him. Gus was there in the room explaining to all those people, hey, this is the thing with Bianca. And this when Gus had an actual opportunity to connect with his brother and he asked him a real question, what happened? He got mad at him. He got frustrated. I don't think he got mad at him. He didn't yell at him. He didn't scream at him. Get the fuck out of my basement. I'm trying to do fucking laundry here, Lars. That's mad. But he, he wasn't mad. But he literally did walk away from the conversation and was like, I'm going to go do laundry instead of talking to my brother who's having a real yeah, bad time. Yeah, because right he now. doesn't know how to have that conversation, because he doesn't know how to talk about emotions, because he didn't have a parent either. He did! He had two! <laughs> for uh, ten years! That's not. Yeah, okay. At least. We don't even know how long he yeah, had. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Sure. For ten years, he had a, yep. Okay. But I don't. I, Sorry. I didn't see what you saw about Gus. I did not see what at all, at all. I did not see that. We need to leave Gus. Yeah, 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 Gus. yeah, I did not see that would shit he, about Gus. I'm at gonna all. bring up. He's, it's still, gonna I, go? I just want to know: Would a scene where Karen yelling at Gus for not being able to handle this emotionally been something you were looking for? Because she gets really angry. At Lars. Yes. Why did she not get angry at her husband for not also helping him? Why did she not get angry at her husband for years? With not yes. Yeah, that yes. So yes, yes. That yes. Okay. Why would she get angry at her husband for years for what? For not help like she goes through all this yes. trouble to try to help uh, and he won't help at all. Okay. He will Fair not enough. give a shit Fair at enough. all. He doesn't even try. He gets mad when she asks him to try. He treats it like it's a fucking joke. That is the emotional stunting. Understand. That's the emotional stunting. But, but what Brian's saying is, why is he emotionally stunted? He had both of his parents. But he, he was didn't, really. Either yeah, way, but he should still, he was... of all people, he admits to knowing what Lars went through and understands that what he, he admits to being, understanding that it was fucked up what he did. He says that in the movie. So that means he, that means he as a character recognizes what he did was a bad thing. Yeah. And yeah. that it was not right to do to him. Yeah. And then he still gets mad right. about it. Well, I mean... I, what do you want from him? I don't know what you want I tell you what I want from him. I want somebody in the movie to be like, you should not be such a piece of shit to your brother. Who everyone in the town is literally changing their lives to help. You're the only person who can't do that. Um, can we move to either favorite scenes or least favorite scenes? No, because damn it, I appreciate <laughs> the fact that Gus was the way he was. Because somebody in that damn town had to act realistic. Somebody eventually had to let this man be like, look... This isn't real. Somebody in the background had to be like, you need to pull back. And eventually he does. But if nobody ever was like, would he have even attempted to come out of the delusion? Would he have just lived there happily? Yes, because nothing nothing his brother does in that regard sticks at all. Like nothing. He doesn't do anything that makes a difference to to Lars's. Had he been a foil? I think Lars. I think he's actually one of the biggest parts of what Lars goes through there. I think mm. Lars is reaching out to his Gus brother in a lot of ways. In his recovery? Like, yeah, he's not. You, you I, almost yeah, see none of Gus in that movie. But he's often reaching out, it feels like. Lars is trying to find Gus. Lars is reaching out, but Gus doesn't well, have yeah, No, no, no. I'm not saying Gus is reaching out. The only Lars thing... is trying to reach out to Gus. Yes. So in those moments when Gus <clears throat> gives it to him, um, a lot of the time, Gus has given him what he's going to really need in the long run. Not, oh, we love your beautiful new girl that you brought in. No, 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 oh, no, no, okay, no, no. That only happens. No, it's not real. It act, no, because it only happens once and it has nothing to do with the doll. The only time Gus says something and it sticks with Lars is when he says, this is what a man, this is what makes a man. 
and he takes those ideals and is like, those are the things that I now have to he aspire to. The very first he makes place the rules. he takes yeah. Bianca is where him and his brother play. Yes, because you can't tell Lars, me that that's not important to him. I'm, his that's brother's not, you're, you're conflating two things. You're conflating two things. To Lars, it's his brother is extremely important to him. Mm-hmm. To Gus, it's the opposite. Yeah. No, I see. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think we just didn't get... We needed more movie to get to that point. Because yeah. the, the, the movie isn't about Gus. It's not about Correct. his... I mean, it kind of it. It's unfortunately it kind of is a little bit because they get into this exact thing yes. with Gus's like half a breakdown. Yes. But my other problem is that like he doesn't really have an emotional response. I don't think Paul Schneider or whoever the actor. I think it's Paul Schneider yeah. does a very good job of like eliciting that emotion that like yeah. oh I feel genuine regret about this thing that I'm now admitting. Yeah, to. that scene was weak. That's what yeah. I'm. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, there's no good payoff for that yeah. of him being like, I admit, I admit to this in some way, and I feel kind of guilty about this. Yeah. All we I'm not saying he has to take full responsibility for it. I'm just saying that there's no payoff for it at yeah, all. Right. I think we just needed more. Because I think he was still working on accepting the whole situation. Like, I mean, literally, the thing that is helping his brother cope is dying in the other room. And all he does is check in. He just checks in the room. That's all he does. I think he's still emotionally processing all of this as well. So he's having a hard time processing the thing that's happening, plus his wife having a kid. Well, what I would have li- I would, I would have really liked is to have the scene where you're talking about where Karen comes in and is like, just, says the thing that I'm saying, which is like, why are you the only person who can't do this. things for this and yeah. like help help, help it actually it, resolve? It, but, and and I, I think it could have helped if he explained it. Like, well, I, that's what I'm saying. If she like, had yeah, that big blow, yeah, but then yeah, he was yeah, like, because I don't understand it, it's fucking stupid, and yeah, I never cared right, about him, and all that. Right. Like, he says all this yeah, stuff, and you're like, okay, well, he has problems too, but that never happens. He just comes off like a prick the whole time. Yes, he does come off but uh, like yes yes I see what you're saying I think a scene could have helped the movie there yes that could have helped the movie I'm sorry for yelling (laughs) we all yelled a little bit I didn't yell Dave didn't yell I might have yelled a little either way now can we move on to favorite scenes? Sure. My favorite scene is when Gus doesn't get. No. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite scene didn't happen. My favorite Karen scene is easily the the faces when they turn when you oh, see Gus so, and Karen so when, so at the reveal of Bianca. Yeah. It's yeah, probably yeah. My favorite scene. <laughs> Dave, I don't know. I, I'll probably say, I don't know. I like this movie a good bit. The face of the old lady when the baby was on Bianca's yeah. lap. Yeah. Oh, that was good. I liked the when they were talking to the doctor. The two quotes, the quotes from Gus that I was talking about. Which Where did he get a delusion? For Christ's yeah. oh, sake! Okay. That, that scene, that whole. What's scene he doing with the delusion? Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. That, that was just um, funny. Man, it's not my favorite. I don't know if I could pick a, a singular favorite scene. It's really freaking tough. I would say the scene when he goes to the lake and he's up in like a an unfinished treehouse tree and he's just like having a good time. Singing, singing with his doll, and it's like uh, that I was a sad. This. No, it's that awkward. scene was sad it's for sad. me because that's what I was like. This is what he did when he was a kid, and his yeah. brother abandoned him in this wild, yeah. in this right. like Minnesota wilderness. He just, just sat there, and he I, just sat and went out into the woods and sang songs to himself because he didn't have anyone to talk to. I, right, I yeah. think I like it so much because that's the point where maybe I don't know for everybody, but for me, I was like, crap, I'm gonna have. An emotional breakdown when this doll dies, which is gonna happen. Like I'm gonna have to have feelings about this. I thought it was gonna doll. be solid up until the preacher started talking. I was like, Fuck. yeah, right. Yeah, 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 the preacher was good. Uh, least favorite scene. Uh, let's start with Billy. Start with me. Least yeah, I just favorite scene. I don't know if I have a least favorite scene. I got one. Dude, right, I'll really start with me. Uh, it was just a weird scene that made me. Uh, I was still on the uncomfortable whole like. 
this is this is just a sex doll. Um, it was one of the early moments where he like picks her up, and she's still in like the sitting position. He's carrying her around, and the, I don't know, it just it was very awkward, and I didn't like it. When they're at the dinner, it, yeah, um, like pans. I actually love that scene when it pans out. It's like his brother peering out. Yes, him, like, I mean it was up, funny, but, like, but it made me feel so uncomfortable. Like, That's what it was. Yeah. Also, any time at the beginning when she was still wearing what I assume is the clothing that they sent with her, mm-hmm. where she looks like a hooker. Yeah. Uh, all of that was like a sex doll. Yeah. Like a sex doll. Yeah. yeah. I mean, think that I think that was the point that was supposed to make yeah. me feel uncomfortable. Did you guys notice the face changes? I did. I didn't know that they did them the so many face? of them, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know they did. I the, only noticed the last one. I only noticed at the end where I was like, she looks like definitely. Did they different. do it on purpose? Like, like that's yes, I mean, they did it on purpose. They had but nine why? faces that but they why? they progressed through because they wanted to show a progression of her character in a weird way through the faces of like it being like they like all she they, had different emotions. If I remember correctly, no, no. no. If I remember correctly, it's supposed to be a deterioration of his delusion. Like she starts out super happy and then slowly becomes like more and more sad and distraught. Like kind of oh, like okay. getting, really kind of the the major yes. check marks for us are obviously the way it starts out. Then there's like no makeup, looking like a normal person, and then the last stage is like she looks kind of greenish and, and like her eyes are like noticeably more baggy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that's a, that's kind of okay. I guess. There's another bit of trivia that what was there was like a late night show. What? Somebody who got the doll afterwards. Oh, I don't remember. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember. The it was some. Show. It was some show. Yeah. And they they set the doll up in a bar, yeah. put glasses on it, and had, like, a, a sound system attached to it so that people, whoever was running the show, could talk. And they convinced a real man to go into the bathroom and take his pants off. And he actually did that, thinking that he was going to... They talked the men into the... And they used her as, like, a weird... I, I can't remember what show that was. but I can't either. That's <clears throat> annoying to me, but... Yeah. Either way. Uh, Bianca had a handler and... The assistant to the Bianca. Well, wasn't she? Yeah, they treated her like a real person because Ryan Gosling can't act or something. (laughs) You think, after this movie, you think Ryan Gosling can't act? Method actors aren't real actors, so if you have to stay in your character the whole time, you're not real. Daniel Day Lewis? I'm not going to say that, but I also feel like this movie did not do any work for me to be like. When I read that, I was like, I don't know if I can gauge any of his acting off of this now because it's. I hate people who feel like they have to. Like, that's. You're not doing your job. Um, you're, if, you're role, I, if you have the role play for a week to be able to play your role, that everyone else is just like, I'm going to act in this movie, and you're about as good as everyone else. I don't know if... That's uh, complicated. If, we don't need if, to get in... Now, listen. Of. If it wasn't Ryan Gosling that demanded that the doll stay in character the whole time, that's if it thing. was a side character who didn't matter this movie and was like, well, I can't act if, the, if that doll isn't in character the whole time. I can't be an actor. They're not getting the fucking role. What I'm saying, what I'm like, saying is so that, that, I bit don't, trivia, like, that bit of trivia just put that out there. We don't know if he actually was like, I need that. Yeah, we happen. don't know what this person He could have just asked and they were like, that's actually hilarious and brilliant. Let's do it. Let's get a freaking handler for. Brandon I think it's Bill. a. It seems like it's a lot of money for think, a studio to spend. Yeah, if you're I mean they're already spending the money on the sex doll. You don't think they'd want people? Six thousand dollars for a sex doll isn't the same as it's a salary and a benefits trailer for a person. You're getting a whole ass trailer for this bitch. <laughs> Do you know they call a trailer is expensive too? Even if you're just <laughs> renting, even if hey, you're just renting a trailer, it's they got hire two people. Grand. Which is another handler? point. Another point to that is, and it's I'm a six grand they didn't spend because it's sponsored by the the freaking product placement. Which I'm sure. Listen to what you're saying. Think of all that money. You think they're gonna. 
to make all of those decisions with just Ryan Gosling be like, nah, I need that. I need I need this whole thing to be. Counterpoint: They may have had a lot of money left over in the budget because this movie looks like it was cheap as shit to make. Right, I mean, there is nothing in this year, and that seems like it was expensive. It was pretty good. I feel like mm-hmm. actor salaries are probably the most. Probably. They spent. Yeah, there's there's probably. But I I think even the actors around other than maybe Gus, but uh, like I think Karen. Did a pretty good job acting. Yeah. Uh, yeah I liked Wesley. I wish they didn't make her do that yelling. The yeah. Gus... Um, the doctor was great. Why did Gus sound like Edward Norton the entire movie? Was that on purpose? Or does I this actor always sound like this? He just always sounds like this? That's yeah. crazy. He is that guy in every movie I've seen him in. He's, he's like, never played he's a character. Always, yeah, that's just... Hmm. He's always the brother or brother-in-law of a character. He also always has, has that attitude where he's like... He's the He is like typecast as like the dismissive... He's the guy from Parks and Rec, right? Uh, yes, he is in Parks and Rec. He oh, yeah, is the he's first. In the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's almost the same guy in that movie or in that show. Too. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. He's the same character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Acting. That's zero. what he was doing before he met Karen. And then you say Ryan Gosling, not a great actor, just because he asked for the sex doll to be played up. Come on. I don't know that I've seen him act in a movie yet. If we're discounting this one because of the method acting, <laughs> and I've only ever really seen Drive. Which he doesn't talk in basically mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that I've seen him act. <laughs> I was shocked at the parallels between this and his upcoming project. <laughs> I have a joke about method actors not being. Able to, I just think it's a funny joke because it's like method acting. Because you can't be a you can't be <laughs> you can't be a jobber method actor. You can't be like oh you know like right. like I said like it, right. if any you of these jobber actors were like oh hey man that I can't act unless that doll is which is interesting. Have, because you have, you have to, to be the headliner. To it does seem headliner. like there's a level of ego required. Yeah. There's like a chicken and egg situation because then how did they become this method actor if they weren't there in the beginning? Like, no one was supporting this method right, actor. Right, my argument is like, yeah, they, they weren't. They, they had to become famous they, for being a method actor and then the next time they get a job, they get to continue being a method actor because people are going to put up with it. Maybe. Or they just become method actors <laughs> you once, have to look at the once career, they're career trajectories of every famous method actor. Or they're just they're just at the point where they can demand the most ridiculous things they want because well, they're just... I also think there are some roles where people need method. Because, like, Jim Carrey, for example, he doesn't need method acting for, like, uh, Liar Liar or The Mask, but he did need method acting for uh, the the one where he plays... Um, I don't know if he needed method acting for that. I think he chose We're talking about acting. Man on the Moon? Or yes. I, no, I think he's insane. insane. That's think, a thought you could have. I don't, well, I don't think that... I don't think that... I, I think that's a separate conversation than needing method acting. I think Jim Carrey is a separate situation. Oh, well, I think he yeah. went... Yeah, I mean, I think he may have had... Uh, I think he, he may have been delusional. believes that he is inhabited by the spirit of another human. That's mm-hmm. true only because we watched that. Thing. Yeah, but I mean that's still yes, you're right. okay, there's fine. a documentary about it. He may have been delusional. Yeah. He may be bad he may example. Be bad example. Or yeah. he's actually inhabited by you know, whichever's more likely. No, whichever's more likely. It's yeah. a bad example, yes. but yes. there yes. are yeah. actors well, yes. like I don't think Daniel Day Lewis uh, <coughs> is method acting on every role he does. Like I don't no, think I, don't he, know. I just know he method acted for Lincoln. So I always trash on Walking Phoenix is the guy I think of. For method acting? Yeah, typically. I think he just needs to live. Oh, who's the role. that guy that uh, Heath Ledger? Heath Ledger. Well, I I don't know. We don't need to talk about this on this. We already have. But um, yeah, we, this is we already went super long because we had that huge argument about Gus, <laughs> and then, now we're just continuing with garbage. Yeah, that doesn't. Uh, and we can, late, can we so do ratings? Yeah, yeah, we should let's go to do ratings. ratings. Uh, let's do Dave. I'll give it three and a half. Three and a half. I enjoyed my time with this. Uh, Ryan Ryder? I also am giving it a three and a half because I enjoyed my time with it. 
You're the best boy. Like it's a four. You giving it out? I wrote Ooh. a four. I wrote down four in my notes. Man, I didn't have the balls to give it a four. Give it a four. That is shocking. I actually really. Can I give it a three seven five? I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I also. There's no precedent for it, but you could. Uh, I also would recommend it to people, but I wouldn't. It's not like a. It's it's, it's a, a weird, weird recommendation. It's a weird category. I'd be like, hey, do I think it's an extremely movie? good handling of mental health, and I think mm. a lot of the supporting cast do a really good job of accentuating that. And I also, I I personally, I think the restraint from the writers to not do more drama with it. Well, I think it's shocking. also the restraint in his mental illness yeah. is great. Where it's yeah. not like it's not K-Pax. Where it's like it's not some like bombastic thing of like oh, I think I'm an alien. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this guy He's can't just living be his touched. life. Like yeah. he would like he would have been perfectly fine living his life. And I think regardless. his trauma makes sense. Yeah. Like when you trace it back, like his women problem, and you trace it back to his touching problem, and you trace it back to like the, his actual like home what life. You're like this all too. tracks in a way where I'm like this is all within the realm mm-hmm. of believability. Yeah. Damn, is it a four? Well, I'm going to give it a four. I give it a four. So, that's just where I'm at. It's not a four. It's a three. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to stay where I'm at because I could see not suggesting this to some people. Right. I I think it's a specific movie. I think the premise is a hard sell, but I think once you get far enough in, you realize how, like, legitimately cute the movie is. Yeah, that's the other part of it, too. If you get past the cubicle scene, you'll make it. uncomfortableness. Which is hard. Like, it opens up hard with the awkwardness. And if you're on... But it's also... It does it enough, like, comedically enough where you're like, this isn't just cringy, it's also funny. Yeah, and it, that's what I think gets you through that first. Part. I think if it didn't have like the reaction, so, the perfectly yes. framed reaction scenes, or like some of the other like physical comedy. Yeah, if the direction at the beginning weren't as good as it was, I don't think most people would have gotten through to the point where yeah. they'd get to see no, the they, rest they, of the they movie. Did, I think the only reason it's not higher is because it, it's not exceptional in any kind of way. Like it's it doesn't blow you. It's away. a really good compact God, like movie small scale time too yeah. it's because what was that movie villains yes mm-hmm. that was small this is big villains energy yeah and it's yeah sometimes yeah, that's similar. all you need yeah. a good cast that it's can a good act it's it a out. good experience yeah, it here's another dumb thing here's another <laughs> dumb thing i wanted to bring up um and again i think maybe there was some restraint here to not do a scene like this but i was shocked there was no scene where we got to see anyone in the movie including uh lars where we got to see the doll actually talk or, or say something. Oh, thank God they did. I'm glad, oh, yeah. I'm glad they did. I'm sorry. That would have been so So bad. nobody stuck around after the credits? I did. There oh, was I fast forward. The, yeah, I was going to say. I, I just wanted to. They're working here. I wanted to do a bit where, like, you know, you saw its eyes open up for something. The arm reach out of the grave. It would have hmm. been ridiculous. I just, uh, the I person was I was watching it with did no. say that. The if, after credits scene? Grave diggers. We gonna have fun tonight, boys. <laughs> and it's, just, it's a cubicle guy. Right, there's six grand buried in this. And no <laughs> <one's> <laughs> I would not be. I'd be waiting for everyone to leave and be like, yeah, I'll, get, I'll bury it later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they, they walk away before they actually finish. Yeah, technically, off it's unused. Yeah, so yeah they could just sell you. Yeah, sell if it. I if you own that plot, you're not. Yeah. Unless they're paying for Grissom, I guess he probably did. See, he that's did. that's what I was like. The money because. I'm thinking about it. Where would he bury that doll? Next, Next to his family. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yep. Yeah. 3.5. <laughs> 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 so oh. my be like, fuck no. All right. that, that was our review of uh, Mars and the Real Girl. Um, next week, we will be reviewing a movie that begins with the letter M. Does everyone have their M pick? 
I actually sent mine in like as we were beginning <laughs> the, the cast. Well, so then, hopefully, then you're it's on the top of your mind. What is your right. epic? Uh, it's a re- repeat, actually. It oh. is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh shit! Oh, I was so, so worried. I was so worried oh. for a second there. It's for what? What do you think it might be? My movie. Oh, because okay. it starts with the same, literally the same two letters. Oh. Is it Ma? ma. Yeah, it's Ma. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was the year on yours? Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. That's but uh, yeah, I, Ma is my movie. Okay. Um, One of Chadwick Boseman's final performances. I um, Ma Rainey. Yeah, oh, I really yes. like the actress in Ma. I think she's a good job. Twenty twenty. Uh, Ryan Ryder? Pass. <laughs> You're not gonna do an M. I have to look up the year. year. Oh, I have to look up the year. I can do mine. Um, mine is Memento, year two thousand. Oh, okay. Oh, a Nolan. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give a Nolan. It's a Nolan, Nolan but it's a stolen Nolan. I'm gonna give Nolan. a Nolan. It's a stolen movie a Nolan. A stolen Nolan. He stole the idea. I like that you're like. I'm gonna give a Nolan movie the try, but you're like, I'm not gonna look at the one that everyone literally has been asking me to watch for a decade. I'm well, yeah, look at I'd like no to hear. I'd to like to hear. Yeah, what his early work was like. All right, jeez. It's a, Memento is pretty good, actually. Also, <laughs> none of the other ones start with an M. It's passive aggressive. What you're doing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. You got your own. Yeah. Million Dollar Baby, 2004. <laughs> million Dollar Baby. That's a good baby. Like yeah. six. I hope so. I've never seen it. So. Like six people in the mid 2000s hyped up Memento like it was this whole experience. Like you well, gotta buy the, the oh, DVD mean, box set so you can watch it. And you know, it, isn't it one of like nah, three nah, 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 stolen? Nah. Isn't it like a part of a? <clears throat> I feel like the storyline from Memento is also the storyline of like three other movies. Yeah. And it's a huge thing about it. all leads back to, it's a French film that it all started with. Oh, you mean people were crazy about a Nolan film for it's no a, apparent reason? It's, you've got yeah. mail again. That's my opinion, but sort we'll of, save that for next just week. The, the, yeah. it, I don't know. If it gets picked, oh, I'm we'll going to go in on this one. Honestly, I didn't even pick this for the Christopher Nolan. I picked it because I wanted to see... Um, Tell me there's Guy an actor Pierce. that you want to see. Guy Pierce. Oh, Guy Pierce. He's the main guy. He's the main guy. Oh. He did better. I don't know what that movie. Yeah, this was, I think, one of his early, like, one of his first movies. And he does not look like what you expect. Guy. Like, he doesn't right. look like himself. He looks You're, very different yeah. in this one. Um, yeah, this was, like, one of his first movies, so another reason why it's I was kind of, like, tattoos. interested. Mm. What Guy Pierce was, like, early acting. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, all right. And yeah, also, we'll see if we get that because it'll be our a, bargain bin. Movie. Oh, right, our bargain bin, which you know this season is of course not based so on the right. title of the movie, but the actor's first or last name beginning with the letter. And Davy Gravy Ooh. picked us Mila Kunis, oh. and the worst movie I could oh, find boy, of Mila this Kunis is actually going to be a bad one. Is a movie called Tony and <coughs> Tina's Wedding from two thousand four, and I looked at like some pictures from the movie, and it legitimately <coughs> looks like. Someone's like old timey camcorder recording of a wedding. So oh, I, I, I there was a it, there was a point where I was like, is this just like Mila Kunis <clears throat> getting married? Like what happened here? I mean, so we have two movies from two thousand four. Yep. One is this Mila Kunis movie. The other is Academy Award winning. Yes, Million Dollar Baby. Yes, <laughs> best picture. I wonder which one we'll get. Best picture, worst picture. Well, fun, funny you should mention that because last year our very first bargain bin was also one of them. So, you know, and the you know, beginning of the season was kind of repetitive, but let's find out. I'll leave you guys with the sound of a spinning wheel. What is with you? It's-
it's you. You gotta it's give it a hard no, lay. Lay, 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 lay on it. That's what I did last time. I can mean it. This is what happened last time. Bleep. <laughs> Buffer bleep. <laughs>